Alright, people, what's good? It's your boy Jay Spriggs, the kid. I'm back in the building, man. I gotta I gotta guess with me, but before I introduce him, I want to let y'all know about the sponsor for today, 1103. 11-03 is an online boutique brought to you by two best friends and their love for fashion. Check them out at 11-03.shop on all platforms and 11-03 lounge on YouTube. Now, my guest for the day, man, I'm telling you, I've been doing it for a long, long time. Uh, family, friends, pretty much grew up together. Uh, didn't play together, but play at the same school, Auburn University. So for you roll tie motherfuckers, you can, you can suck one. Like, that, that's just how I feel. You, you, if you know me, you know how I feel. And, and this ain't the place for that roll tie talk. But check this out. High school, 109 tackles as a senior. Led St. Paul's in Mobile, Alabama with all-time tackles. Um, All-state, senior year, junior year, all-region as a junior and a senior. Under Armour All-American player. 2013 Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game. Two times Mobile Prince British American Athlete of the Year. Coastal Alabama Defensive Player of the Year. Woo, let me take a breath. AL.com, A-list, shot put. State champion junior and senior year 2014 5A player of the year in basketball. Uh, parade All American honorable mention. Uh, 247 sports number one linebacker, 22 player overall. Rob, ooh, this is a lot, y'all. I'm getting sweaty over here. Rob was number two linebacker. Rob was top 25 player nationally. Scout number two linebacker, number 33 overall player. ESPN number four linebacker, top 70 overall. Max Preps All-American. Oh, hold on. Let me take a sip of my drink. Y'all know I keep that drink on. Hold on. Ah. Auburn team captain, second team All-SEC. 2018 Senior Bowl starter. Undrafted free agent to the New York Jets. Tampa Bay Bucks. Detroit Lions. Been, whew, just, just a lot, man. I, I, I got a heavyweight hitter with me today. The XFL Wildcat 2020, man. I got my man, Trey Williams. Trey, what's good, man? What's up? Man, what's good, brother? Hey, man, you got a long list right there. I don't know if you know it or not, but everybody in there would do that. You know that, right? That's, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, high school is just easy. I can talk about it because I, yeah. it's over now, so I can kind of brag on it just a little bit. Man, but You got you to list that up, boy. But look, um, today's episode, man, is... It's gonna, it's gonna be pretty rough. It's gonna be pretty deep because it, it definitely has a. It, it comes home for me personally because I I'm an athlete. I, I played in high school. I was a three sport athlete in high school. Trey was a three sport athlete. Played college ball. Both played at the same school again, Auburn University. I don't need to express that again, but I will eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a word to Trey? Please. A word go, oh, man. You know okay, it. Okay, we need to do it. All right. Um. It hits home, man, because as you saw the advertisement with the title, it's called Ball is Life. Um, and I titled it that because at one point in time, for us, ball was life. And even though it, it might not be, or by force or by choice, you know, it still kind of is in some way, you know. Uh, athletes all have different stories, uh, stories that people don't know. People think they know. People, you know, kind of assume or exaggerate or get to read, you know. But we never get to really tell our stories. Um, so Trey, ball is life. Mm -hmm. Off the gate, tell me what comes to your head. Man, I've been playing. I've been playing football since I was four. Mm -hmm. 
So that 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 says a lot. You know, start at a young age, played I think twenty some years straight. Yeah. Didn't take a fall off until after my senior year of college. So yeah, yeah ball was definitely life. I'm coaching now, so yeah, it never stopped. Yeah, so you coaching now? Where you coaching at? Thompson High School. Thompson High School. What city yeah. is that in? Alabaster. Alabaster. Yes, Alabaster. Sir. What's up, man? Shout out to Alabaster. Yeah. So you coaching now? Yes, sir. How you feeling about it? Great. It's what I wanted to do anyway after yeah. I played ball. Yes, you know, I didn't think it'd come so soon, but it's here right. now, so um, Ooh, it was you, a blessing. You just swear to know about it. You said come so soon. Ah. <laughs> you said come so soon. Yeah. We're going to get into the story from the very beginning, but like when an athlete says come so soon, it's, it's almost like it's a dot, dot, dot after because we wasn't in our head done yet. Facts. Like we, it, it wasn't over. Nah. We coached, or whether it was NFL or college was the last, you know what I'm saying, stepping stone that we had. We weren't done yet, mm-hmm. you know? At least it didn't feel like it. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. But let's go. This Today, we're going to get into your story. I, I'm, I'm going to kind of chime in and tell my story a little bit, which was the whole purpose of this series, to not only hear stories, but tell mine, because honestly, I don't, I'm like, Trey, we don't even like talking about this. At Am all. I lying? Nah, you're not. <laughs> it, it hurt. It, Man. It hurt. You know, it's, it's, it seems like a joke to some people when they say ball is life and athletes need to let it go and this and that, but I don't. Tough. What, finish my sentence. Just go ahead. Man, it's like you said, when, you, when people, when athletes say ball is life, whether you play football, basketball, baseball, it right, don't matter right. what sport it is, right. those folks put so much time and effort into that sport and you growing up playing and learning something of course you're gonna go love for it so that ball is life that whole concept is way deeper for an athlete who's just so chimed in into that sport the sacrifices is real you know right so let's go back to you let's go to the very very beginning so i I know y'all saw the very long list of stuff that i read for trey um he was the man. Were you, you the man in high school? Or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, just like I said earlier, I mean, I can kind of brag on it because I've been through it, but uh, those were the blessing years. Those were the easy years where it was all just getting started. Yeah. You know, yeah. three-sport athlete, I was just right. having fun. Right. No um, no obligations for you. Just go no, by. Just still living in my mama house. Man. I ain't had no bills. Man, yeah. <laughs> No, like, no big, you had a girlfriend, maybe two. Man, you know what I'm saying? You play ball. <laughs> that just, was it. You, you knew at that time, you knew that dream was still coming. Mm-hmm. So you still had that that feeling of like, all right, I still need to get better. I still need to keep playing. Right. And that love just grows over time. Yeah. So in high school, as you were, so you started as a, Freshman or sophomore in high school? A freshman. So he started a freshman. For those who don't know uh, or didn't play ball, it, that's not even common. Like, I started as a sophomore, and that was uncommon. So to start as a, what you going to 14-year-old, you know what I'm saying, in high school in a very competitive city, which I will brag about, too, Mobile being the most competitive city of football. 251, you did. The most competitive football city in Alabama. I'll argue that any day. Like, if you want it, come hop on the podcast. We can talk about it. So Trey started as a freshman in in the in the in the midst of that, in the gutter of all of that, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you kind of start to get noticed as yo this dude is 
he might be sent. Oh man, that's. I know. I don't know specifically, but I know for sure. My freshman year, uh, I got my first offer from Florida State. Okay. Uh, D. Craig, Damian Craig, yeah, who's yeah, from Mobile. That. Uh, he was the receivers coach at Florida State at yeah, the time. Yeah. He came down to visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and my mom talked. Yeah. I went up and met Coach um, Jimbo. Yeah. And he offered me. That's my freshman year. I ain't know yeah. what the hell was right. going on. You know what I'm saying? You, you talk about your freshman year when he was at Florida State. So your freshman, I think I was at school, but I remember him. I remember Damon being around um, South Alabama, I think Tuskegee too. So he was. Damien Craig, for y'all don't know, man, he's from Pritchard. Yep. We from Pritchard. He, it's Mobile. Blunt it's, it's High School stand-up. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. my mama was around the Blunt High School. Dad was around Blunt High School. He was always kind of someone I already knew anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he always kind of looked out for people like us who are in the area, from the city, have some talent. And, I can, you know, he tried, but honestly, man, it, it sucks <laughs> because... Ain't too many of us even rock with it because just because we had so so much other stuff going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shout out to Damian Craig one second. But so you started to get notes from ninth grade, right? Yes, sir. Uh, when do you, when would you say you truly truly emerged? Uh my junior year for sure. Right. Uh, I want to say I, I started getting some looks my sophomore year, but I was playing safety. Yeah. Uh, they knew I was out of position. Yeah. But I know for sure my junior year that's when coaches started coming to school. Right. Right. Uh, that's when the Arbor and Alabama, uh, the Floridas, you know, all the, the big hitters started coming. So that's when I really had to step my game up. You know, I wasn't really, I wasn't a five-star yet. Right. I was still working my way up. So that was just, that was still grind season. Yeah. So So as far as high school goes, like, do you, like, I know we, we don't have the same mindset we did when we were 16, 17, 18. Right. At that age, what was your mindset? Just go get it. I mean, I was just like, man, I'm having fun. I just want to get to college. I just want right, to play on right. TV. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I ain't going to cut y'all. I ain't going to lie to you. A lot of people my age, now that we're almost 30, we always say, yo, all these kids want to do is go D1. Yeah. But guess what? We did That's the we, same <laughs> shit. That's all we wanted. We man, didn't, it wasn't it. A, it wasn't no other choice. It look, was either go D1 or stay at the crib. Because, you know, social, social media wasn't popping in, right? No, not at so, all. So, you know, you didn't have the... I won't say you didn't have the opportunity because we still had the internet, but you didn't have schools like JSUs and Southern smaller schools that you know could have could have been visible. Yeah, but we weren't studying that shit. Like even at home, like when nobody studied South around that time, bro. Like South is, South has come up big time, but when we was in high school, when nobody trying to go to South Alabama, man. Look, because I was a senior when when they started and they wanted me to come play. I was like, bro. You think I'm finna stay home and play at South? <laughs> right. Little ass, come I'm on, but y'all barely it. got black people yet. Yeah, I'm trying try to make it out of Mobile. That, was my, that was my mindset at 18, you know what I'm saying? Uh, which, honestly, if I look back, I was wild. That shit wild. Cause like, honestly, I, I couldn't play that South. Probably should have. Uh, you have do you have any regrets from your 18-year-old mindset to now? Like, do, you, do you think what you were thinking then, yo, maybe I should have some other options and not been as solo focused on oh yeah for sure and and one thing i really regret is i I didn't take all my official visits yeah you know normally you get five i only took one and that's all i cared about because that's all i saw was arp and i wasn't gonna go far 
right. you know, but I still could have went to visit somewhere. Yeah. You know, even though if I didn't think I was going, I still should have visited. Man, that's a lot of free meals. A lot of free meals. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of free meals, but my stuck up ass want to go to Auburn that weekend. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> that's the word, stuck up. Cause I ain't gonna, I, like, just like you, like, y'all read, y'all heard the list that I just read of Trey. I, I honestly wasn't even half of that, but I was still a number one recruit. Well, not recruit. I was the number one cornerback already in 2010. Me and Donnell Knight. We was like naked neck number one. I still don't even have half of the stuff Trey had. Even with just what I had, I was like, yo, I'm finna, I'm trying to go D1. But the reason is because I had everybody in my ear saying what? Go with. Go D1. Go D1. Yeah. You got to go. You gotta, if you're in Alabama, those are the two choices. Man. If you venture out, I mean, and some guys did, and they was highly successful, but it was still uncommon. You gotta stay. You gotta stay in the state. Right. Cause, cause we got who all we got in our ear? Family, fake family, homeboy. Oh, you know you got the cousins. Yo, new cousins. Wh- wh- whatever oh. cousins you got. <laughs> mm, man. Everybody say they're your cousin. I'm, the new cousins pop up usually around by junior year. Yeah. And, and, and especially senior when you in the newspaper. Cause. Yeah. That one coach that was around the park ball, oh, but didn't really coach you park yeah. ball, but oh, said he. Boy, you yeah, boy. Like I know people. People think we lie when we say people pop up. People really pop up, like. And that, and just just off that topic later on in the conversation, I'm a, I'm gonna revisit that. Gonna but that that's tough. That that right now is tough. Man, it, it definitely is, but. All right, so you were you were number one, you were pretty much the top dude in the city as far as linebacker. You knew you wanted to go to Auburn, right? Yeah. What what kind of made you know that you that's where you wanted to go? And it and I, I can take the time out to uh, shout out my brother Deshaun, man. Yeah. Deshaun really, you know, we really went through recruiting together. Yeah. Uh, he was a he was a bad. Oh yeah, what's up? <laughs> he was a, he was a great linebacker in high school. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, injuries kind of. You know, took him off the map a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was still out there a lot. Yeah. But um, I still remember that day, Deshaun, uh, he was still injured, ACL torn. Mm-hmm. He committed to Auburn. That's how much Auburn believed in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I remember. He hit me up. He was like, hey, I committed to Auburn. You don't have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have yeah. no choice now. <laughs> I, I feel that because I, I, I laugh. I laugh when uh, – people in the NBA team up and do this and that mm-hmm. and say, bro, you shouldn't do that as a, as a player. I'm like, bro, we've been doing that shit since, since, since forever. Man, they, now I'm telling you, man, they <laughs> should have playing this a long time. You, you know, know, you know how mad we were when our mamas made us go to different schools when we wanted to go play at the same school? Man, right. look, but that's, that's honestly another conversation, but we're going to, we're going to stay on track. So you had your eyes on Auburn, mm-hmm. uh, top recruit pretty much in the city. What year did you commit Auburn when you recruit? After they I, I committed, yeah, I, it was after they shined, but yeah. it was going into our senior year. Into your senior year. Yeah, so, yeah. So, for those who don't know, I was, I'm older than Trey by like three years, like three or four years. So, I was at Auburn when he was visiting. So, he was coming to watch me practice and stuff. Yeah. And I remember like, yeah, bro, go ahead and come up here. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's cool. We're going to have a good time. But he committed. Um, Did your family have any input or say so as far as your commitment? Or was it all... Like, I mean, how do you go about it? I'm just gonna put it this way: yeah. when me and Deshaun committed, mm-hmm. Auburn 
at that time they only went three and nine. They only oh, won three games. I, was, I wasn't at three and nine. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> so trash. <laughs> so just so just imagine yeah. committing to a three and nine SEC team. Yeah. Of course we got backlash. Oh. But we had to tell people like just wait, just vibe. Bruh. So see, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Well, at that time I probably thought about it, but right now I don't think about it. We went three and nine in 2012. Trey committed that same year or that spring, mm-hmm. so 13. That spring, yeah. So basically, you had enough balls <laughs> to commit to a three and nine team in the SEC, which is one of the top probably ten programs supposed to be in the country. But don't that sound crazy? It is. So if you was a if you was an Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, LSU fan, you looking at us like what what the hell are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you commit to a three and nine team? Bruh, listen. But I mean, listen. But oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't think. I, when it comes to sports, when it comes to decisions, when it comes to everything we do, do you think family even see what we see? No, especially if they didn't play sports. And, yeah. And and I not just. Me and their son situation, but all athletes across the country, mm-hmm. half of their parents probably didn't even go to college mm-hmm. to even start with. Yeah. So it's a lot that athletes go through that a lot of their family members don't and will never understand yeah. until they see their, their kid, their nephew right. go through it. Right. Because, like, not even just family, like, being from Mobile, you know, for those who don't know, Mobile. I, th- I think it's still current, but like a- at least three or four years ago, we had the most NFL players per capita in the t- entire country. Facts, that, look it up. That means for our population, we had the most players to make it as far as ratios go. That means we got a lot of good athletes, okay? Facts, look it up. With that being said, that that makes people say, why you make it to the league? Why you ain't playing? Man, I, I promise you, <laughs> that... That that right that it, it you know it's gonna hurt like that is the reason why we kept going so hard like we did yeah because when we when me and Deshaun was at Auburn when we came home we already knew we was gonna get asked about football that's it like I, I I wasn't even you like I was not a star linebacker player in college even just having an Auburn T-shirt or people knowing <laughs> I played Auburn they're like bro. You get drafted? I'm like, nigga, probably not. But <laughs> what, come on, bro. How you doing? Talk, say something nice. Like, just have a normal conversation. Like, I don't think, in our hometown especially, but I don't think people really, really, really understand. But I'm going to take it a step further. I don't think they want to understand. They don't. They just want to see They just want to see us on TV. And even though they want to see us on TV, they don't even like it. Like, bro, that's another. That's, we can go, we can go, bro. I'm trying to make it's this a, not as deep because honestly, people don't want to see everybody win. They no, they say it. They don't. Oh man. They don't because oh, that's, that's why. I mean, we didn't really want to come home. Like, oh, you know, it's it's Mobile is one of the top small cities that's dangerous. Top small cities, bro. Like, so bro. like you coming home with that Auburn T-shirt on, you might have a target on your back. You never know, bro. Because them folks. They want they they want to see you make it just to say they know you, but at the same time, they want it to be them. Bruh, like uh, it, I I I won't say the name and I won't even say like I won't even give a hint, but I'll never get a conversation with somebody what I had around my freshman sophomore year, 
and they tried to hint that like I shouldn't have been the one that made them. I'm like, nigga, what? That's right. crazy. Like it, it just stuff, stuff like that stick with me because it shows character. You know what yeah. I'm saying? People, people don't really want to see all athletes make it, and that's why honestly I feel like so many athletes get in trouble because people try us, people say things to us, people do things to us just so they can get a reaction, just so we can not be in the same position that we in. Like they treat us differently mm-hmm. than if we did if we weren't an athlete, basically. And again, they think they think we've always had it made mm. like being an athlete don't be because i went to auburn does not mean i had it easy yeah you know like right. yes i got a scholarship but i had to put in a lot of blood sweat and tears to get that scholarship right. and to keep it mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so about, <laughs> i don't mean it's again but he's talking about having the easy nigga i was a walk-on bro like, right we, we were treated like trash and i didn't even get i didn't even finish i didn't even get to the scholarship i made it to the field but i I'm gonna tell uh, again. This tonight is not my night. It's Trey's night. But I, I promise I will tell the story of how I personally just lived through what he just said. Basically, went through hell. You know what I'm saying? As far as football shit goes, mm-hmm. but we gonna stick on Trey. I promise you. <laughs> so let's stick back to Trey. So we own the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we talked about high school. We talked about recruiting process. So you, you recruited the Arbor. Yeah. Um, what would you say was like your biggest? I was, I'm not even gonna say physical. I'm gonna say, what was your biggest mental difference from playing high school football to college? The responsibility, the expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, in high school, you always hear the quote, it's okay, you're still young. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you cross that threshold into college, yeah. you don't hear that no more. Not at all. Now it's quote unquote business. They're, they're trying to make that college experience like the NFL. So if you go in playing around, they're going to show you. You know, they're going to sit you. They're going to they gonna give you an extra year, but at the end of the day, they're going to let you know, like, I run this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all business from from freshman year on in college. The, okay, we, so we had different experiences at Harvard. I, I will say that, like, the reason why I say it was different because Trey was a I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain this into more detail later I promise but for Trey's scholarship star linebacker starting you started sophomore year or when did you start starting uh, I started playing a lot my sophomore year started playing sophomore year from his experience to a walk on experience that I had honestly we was on the same team we had different experiences mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask you uh, did, how did your experience change your your passion for football like did you love it or hate it more it honestly with the responsibility and all that they made me love the game more because if i didn't i wasn't gonna last right so if i if i didn't continue to grow that love as soon as i would have started getting down on myself or you know blaming Mm -hmm. other people and all that type Mm -hmm. of stuff i was gonna lose yeah i knew that so they kind of forced me to continue to grow my love for the game. Even though it was hard, right. I had to find other avenues to get there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it was still tough. I found a way, but it was it, was, it wasn't easy. Right, because, you know, we're in the age of people wanting to play players and people thinking that, you know, we deserve more, which, honestly, I don't... I'm back and forth with it. Because um, I, I tell the truth. 
my experience as a walk-on was different from trades. So my experience to where how they look at scholarship players was like, yo, they got everything in the world and I got nothing. So me with that same question, my thing is like, honestly, I began to hate football. Yeah. Because honestly, everything I thought that I was coming into, they lied to me about it. Yeah. They didn't tell me what I was getting. Like, as a scholarship, everything they told you, you got it. So me, I was like, yo, damn. I thought I was getting what Trey was getting. I ain't getting none of this shit. <laughs> yeah. I ain't getting a t-shirt to the second year. Fuck. That, so, you know what I'm saying? That's cra- <laughs> it's crazy because, right. you know, you, you was a walk-on. Right, right. And, uh, again, shout out to my other brother, Devin. I seen it firsthand with Devin. Mm-hmm. You know, Devin came from Juco. Right. And he walked on. So, like I said, I seen it firsthand the struggle that he was going through mentally. Because, and it wasn't our fault, but me and Deshaun was already on scholarship. Right, right, right. But we knew, like, you know, Devin wasn't getting the same benefit. Right, right. He eventually started getting it. You know, he worked his tail off. But, like I said, like, Devin, that that struggle to earn that scholarship, like, we seen it firsthand. And he he had to work, you know, a hundred times harder. Right. To get only to where we Came was in, already yeah. at, you know what I'm saying? So that, yeah, I man, I commend all walk-ons, man. Like right. y'all are appreciated. Like we, <laughs> we so don't good. understand because we wasn't down. Yeah, right, you feel? You know I, what I'm saying? I, I joke all, like the walk-ons that play with me. We joke all the time. We had a game. It was called W04L Walk-ons for Life. And I, I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to God, I'm gonna get that shit on the shirt. Yeah. Like, if you walk on to any sport, man, I fuck with you all the way, but. Again, it's not about me today. I'm going to slide my stuff in if it's about Trey. So, it, it became a job in college. Yeah. But you still had a passion for it, right? A lot. Um. So, you started to play the sophomore. You started junior and senior year? Yes, sir. Did you play junior and senior year? Or how'd you, how many years did you have left for eligibility? Uh, I had two more because I ain't redshirt. You never so, redshirted? No, I never And what year did you leave college? 17. Tell well, me. I graduated 17, so I left at 18. All right. Tell me about your last year for football. <laughs> Ooh, you said, hey, when you ask the question, they laugh, they be some shit finished. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me about the last year of football. Man, my hands start sweating. But right, anyway, right. Um, well, a lot, well, people don't know this. You know, moms know it, whatever, but it was conversation, you know, about me leaving my junior year. Right. But we was like, nah, that, that ain't going to happen. Right. You know, I still need more to prove. I want to graduate, all that stuff. So I decided to stay my senior year. Right. And, Everything's going cool. You know, I became the bros. Mm-hmm. You know, everything <laughs> everything started going cool. Uh, we played Georgia Southern that first game. Had a very nice game. Uh, then we played Clemson at Death Valley, second game. Uh, and then that's the turn of events. Yeah. Uh, that game, I injured myself, get a stinger. But explain to people a stinger. I've had one before. Explain, <laughs> explain how can, it. How can I explain? It's, it's like a, it's a pinched nerve. Mm-hmm. Like around your neck trap area. Uh, sometimes your arm can go numb, sometimes it doesn't. Very painful. You can play with a stinger. Yeah. But um, I had one that game, hit somebody on the kickoff. Yeah. And I finished that game, got evaluated. They said it was a stinger or whatever. So I kept playing. Uh, I can't, I think it was the, I think it was the old Miss game where. I started wearing the neck brace because mm-hmm. I couldn't stand the pain. Looking like an NFL 1985 linebacker with the neck. <laughs> I remember the, I remember the neck brace. Yeah, so I, I didn't even finish that game. Like I had to leave yeah. mid game because of the, the injury. Yeah. 
And I'm gonna pause real quick. Yep. Y'all, I've had a singer before. He played through it. Mine was bad. I missed like I think I missed two weeks of football practice in high school. Like mm-hmm. I had King Houston. If you're from Mobile, you know who King Houston is. I ain't Trey Lance. Shout Trey, out to Viger. Trey smiling right now because you <laughs> know who that is. No. Shout I out hit, King. I hit that man with my I tried to lunge out like a college, like a pro corner, and I left the game. And I didn't play again for like two weeks. <laughs> like I tried to practice Monday. I did a soft form tackle, like a, like a soft tackle drill. Like just mm-hmm. get you shoot your hands, head across. When I tell y'all, I, I lay, I hit the ground. Yeah. That's how bad the injury is. So just just to hear what I'm saying, he played through it and played another game. So you go about the Ole Miss game. All right, so we lead, we lead Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I get evaluated again. Same, same thing, you know, stingers, burners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Focusing on my shoulder more than anything. Uh, I didn't play Mississippi game. Didn't play the LSU game. Mm -hmm. They just completely set me out. Didn't play Missouri game either. So I missed three games my senior year. So so during this time when you're out these three games, you just doing consistent treatment, consistent getting checked on, just normal, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm getting treatment. Uh, I'm practicing Mm -hmm. non-contact. You know, I'm steady, staying in shape. You know that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. Right. Uh, going to see uh, doctors and all that. Uh, well, a doctor. We only have one doctor. I'm going to see a doctor. Um, but yeah, so you know, I play little games here and there. Uh, and I think it was a game before Bama. So we played Georgia, beat they tail. Uh-huh. Uh, and I played that whole game fine. Yeah. Came back the next game. You know, we played a little team before we played Bama. Get injured that game. So I come out of that game, they do x-rays or whatever. They still say they don't see nothing. So I come back, Bama game, I play. Uh, and during this whole time, uh, I just, you know, shout out my fiance, Aaliyah. Uh-huh. She can tell you firsthand, like, she had to feed me. Like, it was time she had to bathe me after these games. Like, I could not move the right side hey, of my upper body. Aaliyah, I, I, I can shout out Leah too. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> Shot her I, ain't, out, I didn't man. even know you fed my dog, bro. Yeah, I'm talking about pancakes. Like I can cut, like you can cut a pancake with a fork. And you couldn't cut a pancake. And I couldn't cut a pancake. So you telling me you couldn't feed yourself or bathe yourself, but like, did you get any extra looks or any extra X-rays, any extra uh, opinions or whatever? Whatever the doctor said at Auburn, that's what I went with mm. because we're I'm not. I'm not knowledgeable of right. what's going on. I'm not a doctor. I don't know much about the anatomy right. of the body. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? And, so and, and to pause right there. That's that's where when people say college football doing this to us and we, we ruining our bodies and doing this and that. That's where I definitely feel it because we don't know. Our mama's <laughs> not there. Like no. if, if we if if something hurting a little bit, you know, even like you, you hurting bad. If the doctor says just just give it a week, what we gonna do? We gonna say okay. I bet. Or we gonna be hard headed, be like, nah, it can be three days. You know, it can. It's a lot of time is on us. You know, we hard headed, but I don't really know. know, know, What what we gonna say back? Right, they the expert. At at that, it's 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 weird, man. Because people who don't who don't play ball or might not be in the situation say, why didn't you just do this? I'm like, bro, I mean, you weren't there. You I'm, didn't play. You weren't that age. I'm like, 20. I'm 20 years old. 20 years old. Again. Not mature. It's <laughs> my senior year. Like, I'm not thinking about no 
medical red shirt. I'm not thinking. All I'm thinking right now is the NFL. That's all I'm thinking. Bruh, like, I'm going to write that down because we got to bring that back up. All we think about is the NFL. But, so you were getting, you were in pain. Mm-hmm. Your, your girl was feeding you pancakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say you weren't getting like a second look or anything. Mm-hmm. Just the, the Auburn doctors were checking us out like they always do this and that. Cool. Alright, so Shout out three games came back before Bama game and got hurt and left. Is that is that what happened? Yeah, the, the game before. Did you come yeah. back Bama game? Yeah, played the whole Bama game. Were you hurt? Yeah, and it's and y'all can do y'all research. Like y'all can tell me I ain't lying. Uh, it's an article out there that I tell the reporters. I said the entire season I played at fifty or sixty percent. Yeah, like that's just facts. Like that's just what I played at. And if and if any football player knows that once you start that first game you'll never be 100 percent right but i'm gonna tell you right now you'll never be 50 percent playing i feel that i feel that i'm not i'm not a pity person i don't feel sorry for a lot of people i feel like it's football we're gonna play through some shit right yeah you're gonna, you gonna be hurt but I, I don't do this i'm from the 90s baby. i don't do that soft stuff but anyway you know we play through stuff mm-hmm. but to say you play that 50 percent that means half your performance, like half. Imagine if I go do half my job. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're listening right now, imagine if you do half of parenting, half of owning a dog, <laughs> right. half of anything. That's what Trey did on the football field of the one at that time. Currently, in the past, one of the biggest programs in college football. Mm-hmm. At that time, on, you were probably one of the best defenses in the past. What ten years? Yeah. Like legit. Facts. Like Facts. I don't know if you watch football or not, but. We had probably at least three seasons where in the past five five or six years, we didn't have the defense top in the SEC, but we couldn't score the damn football. But that's another conversation. <laughs> but my point is, my man's played at 50%. All right. So. So, yeah, when you saw me with the neck, the big neck brace. Right, just, I, yeah, just, I remember like it, it, the neck brace and then you add the, the shoulder brace to it do you, you have know. the neck brace on in my picture over there no nah, that's my junior junior okay, that's okay my junior okay. Yeah, well we, y'all also know this, it was this, good that year Deshaun Davis and, and Trey Williams what's the quarterback right there ah uh, who's that uh, uh, man. we'll figure it out he played for he played for the Patriots he ended up playing for the Patriots uh, LSU quarterback is on the ground with his hands over his face helmet is off it's on my wall I'm gonna yeah. post this on my Instagram just so y'all can see it if you're listening right now career real hitters Trey is is shooting shooting the guns Deshaun is like what's up what's up come <laughs> see me <laughs> you know that you know how he talk man. real smash bro your smash brother man the bash bro man yeah, but, so Trey played through 50 percent that was your junior season on the junior season as far as the eligibility goes that's my season my senior year senior year of school yeah, that's that's it. Well, you had two years at the building left, right? Uh-uh. It's my senior year. Okay, 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 okay. You're right, you're right, you're right. So, senior year. He played his senior year hurt, right? Um, what? But you were still second second team SEC? Yeah. So, check it. Missed three games. Listen, y'all, listen. <laughs> listen, listen, people. Crazy. I, I want to put this in perspective. Crazy. I want to... Put this in. I'm going to assume that nobody listening right now knows anything about football. It's very, very hard to make all SEC. It's very, very hard yeah. to just play SEC. It's very, right. very hard to be on the team. Yeah. This man made second team all SEC 
playing at 50%. Imagine if you were the top teacher in your entire school, but you only put 50% of your effort. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he made it to the elite top. How many people make first team SEC linebacker? Two? Two, yeah. So you were the top four, top potentially five linebackers in the Southeastern Conference, which you can debate who you want, but it's the top conference in college football for the past 15 20 years. That's big fact. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You was top five. And you telling me you played at 50%. 50%. No, oh, I might change the name of this episode to 50%. <laughs> that shit. That shit, wow. Yeah, it's just a different mindset. And again, you know, I'm shouting out people, man. Shout out to Coach uh, T. Will. Because mm-hmm. he... Mm-hmm. He supported me all throughout the way. Right, you know, right. Taught me the game. Way. Taught me the mentality. Uh, just taught me the game of football, uh, how to play linebacker. Right, so, right. Shout out to him. See, we look real dude, man. He had some big ass pit bulls, and I was like, <laughs> facts. <laughs> facts. Bro, my, my freshman year, man, we stayed in Sewer Hall, man. T. Will had some big ass dogs. <laughs> when I take some big pit bulls, like the kind that people be scared of, but they was mm. nice as hell. Them hoes would run out the damn dorm. But anywho, Christian percent senior year. What what was in your ear? What was in your ear as far as go to the league, stay in the year, do this, do that? Alright. So, oh, first of all, like did surgery ever come up as something that could fix this? It was a it was the the last option. Like okay. the absolute last the option. The last option. Yeah. Mm. Time was the first one. So to rest. Yeah. So to rest was the No, not sit out of the season, just like Finish the season and use the off season to be ready for if I was to get drafted or not. We'll get to that point later on. So you're at the point of senior season. Uh huh. What was in your ear as far as the NFL? Uh, I thought. Well, I knew at the time I still had a chance. Right. Uh, from what I was hearing, it was a stinger. And from what I'm hearing from other players, not other players on my team, but just like other former players yeah. or anybody who ever had a stinger, I was fine. Right. You know, they don't know why I kept having it. And I, I've also had family, and I ain't mentioning no names, but I also had people thought I was faking it. Right. To, you know, it's my senior year. They think I'm going to the NFL. Right. All right, let me play hurt so I can, they, they thought I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, it was like you're gonna be fine. Finish this season, uh, you know, put in work, rest in the off season, just get ready for your first year in the NFL, wherever that may be. Right, right. So some people thought you were faking it. Yeah. And some were just set on the lead, basically. Yeah. What was your head? I don't know. I was still, you know, I was hurting. I was in a lot of pain. And I, I really didn't know what was wrong. I didn't know a stinger lasted that long. I ain't gonna lie to you. Mine was two weeks, but your shit was like four months. Yeah, I about to say it was from when we played. We played Clemson in September. Yeah. We played Bama, and well, forget Bama. We beat Bama. I get hurt again in the SEC championship. That's in Ooh. almost. That's in December. Who we play that year? Georgia. Oh. <laughs> So if y'all look up a picture of me tackling Sony Michelle after that play, I was done. They sat me. Mm. Yeah, I came off the field after that play, but Damn. then I ended up playing in the bowl game against UCL. UCL. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Yep. So you hurt that whole game. Hurting. How did you tackle people? I hope I got them down. Hell, bro. I, I, I don't. I know people listening might not be as exaggerated as I am, but I'm exaggerated because when you get a stinger, it's literally like somebody is stabbing a bunch of needles from probably your ear to maybe down to your shoulder, like your shoulder, like literally, yeah. literally through your shoulder. Your finger, your fingers go numb. Your arms go numb. You, you literally can't feel anything. So I'm just trying to, to physically understand like how you if, tackle people. If you, if you never had a stinger, imagine just look at your arm, right? And imagine the TV is on static. Put that TV, but put that static in your arm. That's what it feels like with Man, needles. I, I don't, I don't know how you play no damn bowl game. <laughs> and we haven't even, we haven't even gotten to the real injury yet. So, we're there. You got your senior season. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pouring him a drink right now. So, right, if I get ADD, excuse me. Uh, you're at your senior season. You're, you're looking towards the NFL. You're trying to get through injury. You're at the bowl game. At this point, like, what is, your, what is even in your mind about the injury? Like, are you just trying to listen to the doctors? Do you get a second opinion? Or, like, uh, what? Ooh, I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to say something that's crazy. Because I don't think nobody ever noticed. And I feel like it's my fault for not listening. But uh, after the season, you know, I go to IMG to train for the NFL. That's in Florida? Yeah, Bradenton, Florida. I go to IMG and I'm training. And the Bengals wants to uh, bring me aboard for a visit. Mm-hmm. Um, just to talk ball with me and all that type of stuff. This is the pre-draft. You know, this is what we do pre-draft. You know, teams can call you up, have a visit, kind of like recruiting. Um, then, so we up there, and I get a physical, and they do the X-ray, they do the uh, MRI, stuff like that. And I literally had a doctor come up to me. He was like, "Did you know?" Like he showed me the X-ray, and he was like, "Did you know you had this injury?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, it was stingers, you know what I'm saying? I, I had the mall season. I played through it like I'm fine. I should be fine. You know, they told me rest will help. And I've been resting for about two months now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, honestly, kid, like, you, you can't play with this. <laughs> and I looked at him. I was like, what you talking about? Like, what you mean? So wow. he, he shows me the x-ray. So this whole time. Hold on, hold on. I got to pause. Okay. So you telling me you went to. It's the SEC, Auburn. Yeah. It's probably at the top doctors yeah. look at you, right? Yeah. And one doctor comes to you and says, you can't play with this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. I, I go up there and he tells me, he said, you, you cannot play with this. And he tells me that I have a herniated disc in my neck. And it's between uh, the C5 and C6 area. And uh, like it's... Like if you if I was to hit somebody again with this injury, like I could be paralyzed. So of course, you know, once I left the Bengals, you know, I talked to my agent about it and they completely just wiped me off of their draft mm-hmm. deal. Like I'm not going to the Bengals. So, turning <laughs> the disc, that's, that's, that's back neck. Yeah, Explain that's to people who don't know biology or all right, I'm so, sorry, I said biology. Who means body, whatever. <laughs> who don't know? So the the C5 and C6 is like mid neck. Okay. 
So I have a I have a herniated disc to where uh, up your spinal cord you have discs right. within your spinal cord. Yeah, and seven, it's seven C's, right? Seven twelve five is that the number? I, I took a little sign. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I, can't, I can't seven remember. Seven seven thoracic and lumbar, right? Seven yeah. twelve five because you breathe that seven lunch at twelve damn near five. Seven right. twelve five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I remember a little bit of shit. <laughs> so yeah, so so I got that. So that that disc is hitting on that nerve every time I make contact. Yeah. So that's that's what that herniated disc is. It's shifting, hitting that nerve in my spinal cord. Yeah. So that that what was happening. Damn. So he tells me that, and you know, me and my agent just keep it pushing. He's like, hey, we're gonna let it rest. We're gonna continue to let it rest, see what happens. So uh, fast forward, it is draft time. And I'm sitting out with my family, got Leo on my side, you know, mom's there. Everybody there, and we watching. I see first. I mean, we we kind of knew simply because of my my injury and the season I had. I won't go probably first yeah. three, yeah. you know. But I had a hell of a pro day, so fourth and to seven looked real good. Man, fourth go, five go, six go, seven go. Pissed. And then I'm at the crib, so I'm like, I done failed everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's, Ooh, failed everybody. I'm, I'm gonna write that down because that's, that's write, write that down. That's, that's oof. Yeah, that's, and uh, that's, that's, we're gonna talk about that later too. Failed everybody, man. I didn't, I didn't get drafted. So uh, the Jets called. They said they're gonna offer me a, a free agent deal. I, I take it right away. Right. Cool. Right. I'm going to New Jersey. By the right. way, the New York Jets is in New Jersey. Got right. another. Um, so I head to New Jersey. I get out the plane. They, you know, had a Tahoe out front. First place they take me is the doctors. First place. Now, I am the only rookie linebacker in the New York Jets facility. So I have a chance. I have a clear path. I talk this game every week, and I don't even know the full New York Jets story. So this is this is first for me too. So go ahead. You got you got taken to the doctors. I. Yes, taken to the doctor. I'm the only rookie linebacker, so I have a, a clear path to make it. To make it. So I get to the doctor. They do the same thing. They do X-ray, MRI. Uh, they do you know the, the EKG, draw blood. Every, like they do everything. Whole nine because I didn't go to the combine. So, so I I'm, I'm doing all this, and then I go to the facility. Um, I'm putting my shirt on. You know, I got my locker. Like, I got my own locker. Uh, got all my gear in there. I'm getting fitted for shoulder pads, helmet. Yeah. Excited. Sending pictures to all my people. Like, I'm here. Yeah. Like, this it. Yeah. You know, we made it. Yeah. So, uh, and, and this story is for everybody who don't know what goes on behind the scenes at the, in the NFL. So, as I'm doing all that, it's time to go to practice. I can't practice cause, so that they haven't cleared me yet. Cool, you know, that's fine. Just practice number one, it's fine. I just sit it out. So I get out of practice. They take me back to the doctor to do more tests. That's fine, you know. So I go back to the room, go to sleep, wake up the next morning. Dude calls me at 6.15. I, I cannot forget this. PM or AM? AM. He calls wow. me 6.15 AM. Wow. We supposed to have practice at like eight or nine or something like that. He said, "Hey, uh, I'm about to come pick you up, take you to the facility." 
cool. So we go to the facility and I meet with uh, the trainer and the, the trainer and the doctor, like it's like three doctors standing around this computer and the trainer, he pulls me in there. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I want to talk to you before everybody else get here. This is what we see. And we're the head coach is talking with the GM right now to see what we want to do as far as keeping you. Or what, well, he didn't say keeping me because it's not really his job, but he's yeah. just like, as far as his, as far as goes, yeah, as far as the health goes, we're trying to see. Yeah. So that's cool. So everybody get to the facility. They sit me in a room. It's like a conference room. It, they sit me in this room. I'm in this room for two and a half hours. Doing what? By myself. Oh my god. The uh, the team like the freshmen not there. I'm not the freshman. The rookies out there practicing. Yeah. No, this rookie minicamp. There's out they're out there practicing. Mm-hmm. I'm in this room by myself for two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, I talk to mom. I talk to Leah. <laughs> like I'm I'm just on the phone. Like I'm nervous. Like I don't know this process. I don't know what's going on. I'm just sitting there. So I'm on the phone with Leah. My agent called. He hit me up. He was like, hey, Trey, are they thinking about uh, making you sign a waiver for, like, if you get hurt, it's not their fault? Yeah. Okay, bet. I will take that risk to be in the NFL. That's how crazy I am, and that's how bad I wanted to be there. Right. He called me back five minutes later. He said, hey, Trey, they decided to let you go. Your agent called you? My agent called. Yeah. And about five minutes later, the trainer come in. He's like, hey, they waived you. Uh, you didn't pass the physical. All right, cool. So you got all like all that time it took to tell Man, you. Man, two and a half to... hours sitting in the room, <laughs> hurt. <laughs> That's crazy. Hurt. That's so a long time. So I so this is like they tell me. So they tell me about five o'clock maybe. They tell me about five o'clock, and I want. I'm just. I'm. I don't know what day specifically it was. I'm just going to say it was a Tuesday. Yeah. They tell me 5 o'clock on Tuesday. I was back in Mobile 11.30 p.m. on Tuesday. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't know, Man. I don't know if you know how hard it is to get a flight to Mobile. But... First class <laughs> trip straight to Mobile. Like same that. day. Three hours. Man, Three hours. let me tell you something. And I can say it now because it's, it's past me. I ain't have no money. I ain't had no job. All I had was my degree in my back pocket. My mom, at the time, my mom's house flooded. So I ain't had nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to stay with different people. Right. And this and this is somebody pursuing the NFL now. So for all y'all who like watching the NFL and wondering why this kid is not going to the NFL, like, these are the stories you don't hear. Right. So few days go by, I get a call from my agent saying, Tampa want to try me out. Cool. I, I go to Tampa, and just to make a long story short, the exact same thing at Tampa happened. So you basically got sent, up, sent to Tampa, mm-hmm. sat down in the room, awaited, and they say, hey, you, you got to go. And they sent you back home. You got to go. Damn. All right. So, so I'm back on the street. Right. Broke. So... <laughs> Football or like I'm gonna keep trying. Nah, or, it's at this point it's like, yeah, it's just what you said. Like, I 
Like, I was so confused. And the reason I say confused is because this is the dream everybody said I was made for. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is what everybody told me I belong. Why am I not there? Where did and I'm and I'm telling myself where did I go wrong in this process? Because you started blaming yourself. Going, yeah. What did I not do that I could? I could have been in a better position. Right. Where did I go wrong? Yeah. So now I gotta I got a lady I can't provide for. You know what I'm saying? I'm at my mama house. That's important to hold in the conversation, man. I'm at my mama, like, and and God honest truth, like, Leah, Leah didn't even want me to play football. Right. She she hated it. She hated to watch me. Can, she hated I me can. to pursue it. Like, this whole time, like, she's just like, <laughs> stop. Oh, Dre, I'm <laughs> laughing because I know this shit is true. Like, she don't even like this nigga. She don't to play like football. it. She want him to stop and just. Sit down somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just chill. <laughs> I told you a long time. I said, look, bro. He a mobility. That's it. And we ain't letting go of shit to me. Nope. Until, until, until we have like, to. Like, God really going to have to snatch this from my eyes uh, for me to stop. It just got, oh, God. That's. So, yeah. So, I get covered from Tampa Bay. So, this the, so this the thing right here. So, I get covered from Tampa Bay. Huh. I call my agent. I called the, the trainer at Auburn. Mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, look, I'm having this surgery. Let's let's have surgery. Yeah, because that's I the only way I'ma play." I remember surgery. Cool. So I go to have surgery, right? Now, now, I mean, this the same the the same Auburn doctor. This the that, exa- that said you were good. That said, well, he didn't say I was good. Was just saying like yeah, the stingers and stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So this the same doctor. Go go in to do my surgery. Wait a minute. The same doctor said you you can just give it a little rest, come back and get you surgery. What the fuck? <laughs> come on, bruh. Man. Come on, bruh. Uh, same uh, doctor. Y'all, are y'all listening? Are y'all listening to this? The same doctor that says you're good. Take a put some ice on it. Put some ice get some on it. E, ECG and get goddamn. Come oh. on, man. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm shaking my head right now because I know these doctors. Like I, I know the trainers. Honestly, I'm not gonna have. I don't have anything against them, but at the same time, like, come on, bro. Y'all could look into my man's situation a little bit deeper, bro. But anywho, so he comes. This same man come back and give you the surgery. Go ahead. Yeah, man, I get the surgery, and I get out of surgery. And this is this is mom's. This is mom's word because you know I'm out of surgery. I'm in and out of it. Doc come in. Doc come in the suite where I'm at. Like after the surgery, my mom and them in there. He said, Miss Miss Charlotte's like, I'm I'm sorry. And she like, what you sorry for? Like he's fine. He like, nah. I I just did the surgery and it was ten times worse than what we thought it was. So so she's like so she's like, what you mean? He's like, well, and it was a long time ago, but like she was saying like, normally, and I, I could be incorrect, but the disc should be about 13 centimeters from the spinal cord or the, the nerves in the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. Mine was three. Oh, wow. Oh, you was fucked up. <laughs> you you could be paralyzed. So he was saying like, one more hit. And you would have been done. Like a good tall tackle, you would have been Can't done. walk. 
Something's wrong. So that, so now, now that y'all know the true nature of the injury, that's what I played through. Oh my god! Like in my I'm, my senior year you, in college, you listen to the whole thing. You, I'm talking about a numb arm, and you, and he's talking about being paralyzed and can't walk. So now you listen, please listen. That that pain was oh unbearable. God. Now, starting back from the beginning. We got we got family written down, so I have the surgery. And I, at the time, I go back to Auburn. I'm living in Auburn, and you remember those those cousins, those Park League yep. coaches, yep. 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 that yep. family <laughs> that was hitting me up. The time I was in high school, when I committed to Auburn, uh, yep. when I'm playing that Auburn, that was saying they were they knew me and all this stuff. Then here, Pete. So they, so they, they with you when it's going good, but when it's bad, it's uh, it's like that's real. Like, and I know a lot of athletes is hearing it right now. If you're young, if you're hearing that right now, don't let it go for granted. Mm-hmm. Remember that because it's real. I've seen it firsthand. Right. So those those same people that were hit me up didn't really hit me up mm-hmm. after uh, after the surgery. No, I went ghost. Right. And that that is where depression, all that stuff kick in at. That's yeah. that's the life of that big time athlete that people don't really know about. Man. So when you see when you see that that guy, it ain't really gotta be an athlete. If you see anybody like social media is big. Right. So if you just see them go ghost from social media, you gotta know something wrong. Right. Now I didn't post. I didn't talk like Nothing. <laughs> it's like uh, seem things seem great, or it seems like oh he can come, ain't no big deal. He gonna make another team. It's like on our side, you know, like this shit hurt. Like nigga, we hurt. Like this was what we lived for, and it didn't work. It didn't work. Didn't even honestly didn't even come close. Bruh. So. So now, <laughs> so now I got, I got this hole in my neck. They're they're telling me they don't know if I can play football again or not. Right. So after after the surgery and they get it fixed or whatever, what's what's the next step or what's the next football step, physical step, uh, medical step, everything like what's what's next? Well, I couldn't I couldn't do nothing. So the surgery details, they they went in, they took the 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 herniated disc out. They went through the front of my neck, and if you see any picture of me, if you follow me on Instagram, you see the the scar on my neck. You see that's where they went in through the front. They took that disc out. They took bone from my hip. Yeah, they took bone from my hip and replaced that disc where it was, and they put a um, titanium plate and fused it together. So now the C5 and C6 is all one instead of two separate. Wow. Because it's fused with the, the titanium plate. Mm-hmm. So now I got a, a plate in my neck mm-hmm. and no the uh the things at the airport do not go man, off. Yeah, they do not go off when I walk through them. But but yeah, I got a plate in my neck now and and like I said, after that surgery, man, just that depression was, was real. You know, I was back in Auburn, uh 
if I was to see somebody, they, you know, ask what happened. Why you make it to me? Why? Why you, why you? The question, the question I hated was, why are you still here? Like, why? <laughs> you know, you've been listening to the episode. You understand that I, I didn't do half of what Trey did. But, like, the that that question is just like, bruh, like, come on, bro, Give me a break. Like, right. Like, bruh, like. Not, not everything worked out. It's not easy, bro. Everybody don't make it. Yeah. Like, bruh, like, it's just like, literally, if I could just write on the sheet of paper my response, bruh. <laughs> bruh. And what, what really. Come on. What I really hated the most is like, you know, you got you got some guys who just don't want to play in the NFL. Right. I you was got, one. I ain't gonna lie to you. You got some guys who just playing it simple, and there's nothing wrong with it, but mm-hmm. playing it simple who just didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I didn't like, I didn't have a choice. Like right. I feel like the choice was taken from me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sound like from fifty percent to. The surgery is is it, it didn't sound like you know what I'm saying you gave it your all and your all just wasn't didn't work. Yeah, That's like I, I I try I tried to do everything I could to get to where I wanted to be, but I feel like it was just nah, you're not gonna be that right. I, on somebody else's watch. You know right. what I'm saying? Not not me. So uh, go through the surgery. So now. I'm in Arbor and uh, Coach Mazan offers me a job. So now I'm working in recruiting personnel, which I which I enjoy tremendously. Right, right. I love that job at Arbor. Uh-huh. Working with recruits, high school kids. And the reason why I love this so much is because now I can share my story as it's happening. Right. You know? I, it, it, I, I always appreciate a coach that is somewhat relatable. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's just the fact that you played. Right? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Trey played for Gus, I played for Gus. Honestly, me and Gus had one run in when I finished playing football and the reason why I stopped at the same time, the thing that brought me closer to Gus and why we was cool is when he kind of pulled me to the side one day and he told me he said, Hey, I know you're going through a struggle right now, but guess what? I played college football. I was walk on two. I never got to go to a ball game. They didn't give me shit. And I was like, you know what? That's right. I was like, bro, I ain't even gonna stop this for you right now. Yeah. But even though I did stop eventually, at that point in time, Gus Malzahn just those words, like you know. Shout what out saying? to Coach Malzahn. I'm, I'm gonna do a half shout out. Yeah, half shout out. A half. I. I... <laughs> I love I love the Mazans. I do too. Coach. As a person, I swear to God, I love Gus. I love Coach Mazan, Miss Christie. Y'all know I got oh, love. Yeah, Miss Mazan is cool as hell. Cause I remember in uh, what what's the week the in the camp when we have uh, the show y'all still do the show. Which one? Y'all talk about the coaches and stuff. Oh, the uh, rookie, rookie yeah, night, rookie, rookie night. night, yeah. So I was the host of rookie night, and I drank the shit out of Gus Mazan. <laughs> and Gus ain't like it, but Miss Gus like it, but Gus. Gus still my dude, but on a, a business level, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we gonna discuss that another time too. But we gonna stick on track. Um, yeah, bro. Like, so you at you, you at the surgery? You back at Auburn doing coaching? Mm-hmm. Um, what's next? Like, what, what what comes up next? What what pops up next? How do you what's like just what's next? So so things started to get a little better. You know, yeah. I, I finally can work out again. 
Started back training. Uh, my angels, my my agent is working hard for me, trying to get my name back out there, letting people know that I've gotten the surgery, I'm recovered, everything is good. Um, then I get a call from Detroit. So I, so first off, I was quitting my job at Auburn anyway to come back and work in Mobile as a pharmaceutical salesman and to work at St. Paul's, which is my alma mater, my high school. So I was gonna I was gonna try that anyway, and then Detroit called and said, "Hey, we want to bring you in for for a workout." Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, so man, so yeah. I went to Detroit and balled out. Mm-hmm. It was no question. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Gwen took me up. He was like, uh, he was like, "Hey, we're gonna sign you. You know, we really like you fit the defense. We're gonna sign you." So I ended up signing Detroit Lions in uh, the beginning of 2019, I think in February. Mm-hmm. But now, mind you, I quit my job in February also. So now, from February to August, where we report, I don't have no job. <laughs> February. Okay, I remember. Okay. So I'm in I'm in Auburn, just chilling, just working out, um, doing whatever. So now. Uh, not August, I'm tripping. I'm in April. Okay. Yeah, I'm in April. My okay. fault. So, sorry. Um, so it's it's April. I go up to Detroit, and same thing happened, but a different result. You know, they they bring me up. I do the um, I do another physical, and everything. I passed that. Man, I was, I was like, this is it. I'm finally there. You know what I'm saying? I'm finally there in Detroit. I get to work out with the team. Um, weeks go by, everything's going good. And then boom, I fell a drug test. Fell a drug test. I fell a drug test. How that happen? Taking a water pill. A water pill? Yes. Hold so on. hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so it a was what? A, a, a performance enhancement. They say it was a performance enhancement. So before I got to Detroit to you know i just had the surgery so i'm training so to you know drop weight i take a water pill okay i took those body pills i know you're talking about i took a water pill so they they tested me and i tested positive for i can't remember the scientific name of yeah, it I, I, I'm they say it's a um performance a ped a performance enhancement drug and i failed it mm-hmm. so that happens and now it's the draft and they go draft the middle line back in the second round. I'm done. So <laughs> the, the leave of Detroit wasn't performance based. It was because of a pill. Because it was a, what? Where you got a pill from? Huh? Where you got a pill from? Somebody in Auburn. One of our athlete in Auburn. Damn. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh my God. I, I'm. I'm I feel this because I, I take those I take that same pill when I was bodybuilding. But and it's not tested. it's not a drug. Right, I, I, that's what all I'm saying. it does it, is make you pee a lot. You lose three pounds tonight. Yeah, the night that's, before you take that's it. literally all it is. Damn. And the reason why they test for it is because for the people who and uh, the people who smoke a lot, they use them to you know pee all the stuff out of their system. So. They was thinking I was a big time smoker or whatever. So I was thinking, well, why not just test me for weed? Right. Like test me for weed so we can, you know. Damn. But the draft happened, they draft um the kid out of Hawaii. I remember. 
in the second round. And they cut me after that. Put me right back on the street. And I've only been there a month. And for y'all who don't know, the NFL players do not get paid in the offseason. So I went from being unemployed to going to Detroit, who only getting like a couple hundred dollars a week that does not pay the bill to being cut. So I'm right back on the street unemployed. So now I got to find work. I moved to Mississippi with Lee. Mississippi. What, what part of Mississippi you moved to? South Haven. I don't know what the fuck that is. Man, hey. <laughs> hey, if you know if you know what South Haven is, then you know. Where Olive Branch. It's it's twenty minutes from Memphis. And it's about like Mississippi State? Nah, it's like two, three hours from Mississippi State. Well what's where is Ole is it about Ole Miss? A little bit, yes. It's like Ole Miss is close to Memphis, right? A little bit. I, I knew one yeah. of them was somewhat close to yeah. Definitely. Oh, Miss, like an hour away from Memphis. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Because we we stayed in Memphis when we played on Miss. But um, now we there, and I get a job at FedEx. I remember that. Remember the FedEx job. But anybody who works in the White House, look, I understand. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I get it. I asked him about that stuff. He was like, man, it's a job, but it just ain't me. For those who've never been to Mississippi in the in the summer, for one, the mosquitoes look like a Coke can. For one. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> the big country Big country mosquitoes. And for two, in the warehouse, whatever the heat is outside, what is it's worse <laughs> inside. Because there's no air conditioning. Like the doors are always open. Oh man. That that's that was a long six months for me. But then again, it was a humbling experience I feel because I've never worked before. I feel like we all need that. Week. We need it. I've never worked we like that it. before. We all need it. You know what I'm saying? I, I worked at Auburn, but I still had a little freedom. Yeah, but before we recorded this, me and Trey talked about our strength coaches, and I was telling him about how y'all put it in our head that you you might die any day we work out, and that's what I, I, I told. I said, bro. When it comes to working out in college football and even just life, sometimes you gotta just get your feelings hurt. Facts. Like you, you just have to go through some shit. Like it's it makes you a better person. It, it it makes you a better person. So when it happens to you, you don't even flinch. Yeah, it just brings some out of you that you didn't know you had. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, I didn't did this before. Bet like y'all tried to kill me a couple years ago. Whatever. Whatever this job I'm trying to do, it, it's nothing. I'm gonna right. get through it. Yeah. Like it, it's people. People, I won't say down the stuff that we go through and be like we put ourselves through this and that. But at the same time, college football taught us a lot of shit. Facts. It, 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 nah, for real. It taught me so <laughs> much shit. It taught me never listen. Don't listen to every single people, every single person just because they're ahead of you. But I'm gonna tell a quick story. For those who don't know, I, I played college football, but I was actually better in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. I was more hyped than football. For me to go play baseball, I had a couple of JUCO offers, uh, small school offers to go play for two years, right, in JUCO. Uh, when I got to college, I was like, yo, this shit ain't what's up for football. I'm going to try to play baseball. I went to the man who was in charge of walk-on football players, mm-hmm. Coach, I'm going to say his name, Coach uh, Boat. Coach Boat. I said, Bolt, look, 
I want to try to play baseball. His exact response, I bullshit you not, was who do you think you are? Damn. Bo Jackson. <laughs> and as an 18-year-old, you're like, well... I'm not Bo Jackson. I guess I'm not Bo Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. As a 28-year-old, I'm fucking Bo Jackson. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going I'm to... I'm if, if it's something else outside of the norm, I'm going to do it. Facts. Like, I've never told him my dad in my life. I ain't even my mama that. I told... That man told me, who do you think you are, Bo Jackson? I'm like, well... I guess I'm not. But in real life, I could have done it. Like, or even if I would have tried baseball... Made the team, I might have left. It don't even, it just, that's not even the point of what could have happened. The point is, at that point in time, you know what I'm saying, at 18, we listen to what's told to us by people we think are right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't think I was Bo Jackson at that time. Well, but now okay. I'm fucking Bo Jackson. Yeah. But that's, that's life. That's crazy. At the same, I didn't learn until my probably last three, four years of college, like, Another coach, another coach told me, he said, you listen to Wayne Bolt, he don't even care about you as a walk-on. I said, damn, this nigga who did my recruiting trip as a walk-on. He, he the one who brought my mama in here and said, we're going to be taken care of. But he said, I ain't bought you. I was like, damn. Man, check on your athlete's friends, dog. Bruh. Because you never know what they being told. Dog, it's. Especially when you're young. We don't know. Like, it it sounds so crazy. Like, I know for you listening, you're probably saying, why you had the common sense to do this and that. At 18 to 22, you don't have common sense. Barely 25. Facts. Barely 25. As a, as a black man, we don't have common sense till when would you say, how old are you? 24. You 24. You, when you feel like you hit common sense? 24. Guess what? I'm 28. I feel like I ain't hit common sense till 26. <laughs> and this nigga 24 in the room right next to me. That's the that's the crazy part about life, athleticism, being an athlete, and being a person, and just being a man. Period. In the athlete in the athlete game, that's that's why that's why baller's life has to happen. Man. We got to talk about this shit. Because bro, bro told me who you think you are, Bo Jackson. For the um for the non, <laughs> I ain't gonna say for the non athletes, but man for for the people who don't think this, man, big time athletes, little time athletes, we get our dreams crushed too. Like you might think, you might think it's sweet, because you you watch it from afar. But that football player might was really good at basketball, or might be really smart in the courtroom. But we've always told that football or baseball or basketball is where you need to be. I I got an invited walk-on offer from Auburn University, bro, and really at, at the high school point in time, I was just like you. Who was it? What they was in my ear saying? Oh, you know, you gonna go, you gonna go D one. Go D one, yeah. Dog, honestly, my college baseball coach told me in tenth grade. He pulled me aside and said, "I want you to play college baseball." I'm like, mm, okay. You sound, you just talking in my ear. Yeah. Mm, you know what I'm saying? He he saw the talent. I didn't listen, which is another conversation about not listening. We're gonna talk about that later. I promise. But I didn't listen, and you know what I'm saying? I ended up where I ended up, listening to people that didn't care about me, but at the same time, man, what, that made, that made us, what, that's what we are. Like, it, right. it, 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 it is what it is. I, I wouldn't be the man I was if, if, if Coach Bo didn't tell me, who do you think you are, Bo Jackson? <laughs> like, that shit, 
like, I don't, I don't care what you do in life, what you, or, or what's going on. Like, just tell yourself who do you think you are, Bo Jackson. You, if that shit don't motivate <laughs> you, like, like Bo Jackson did a lot of stuff. Bo Jackson's that nigga. He did a lot of stuff. Trey, who you think you are, Bo Jackson? That's crazy. Who you think you are, Bo Jackson? No, nah, I'm Trey. Who you th- no, but who you think you are, Bo Jackson? I... You think you think you Bo Jackson or some shit? Who you think you are? Why are you doing that, <laughs> bro? Like, who do you think you are? Yes, I am Bo Jackson. Like, legit. Like, I'm I'm Trey Williams. I'm Jordan Spreeze. Like, I, I I do have, you know what I'm saying. You are capable of doing whatever you, you want to do, bro. You capable. Facts. You capable, and, and and sometimes we get people that hold us back. Sometimes we get people that tell us, "Hey, go play here, go play there, go try for the league." Hey, try for the league one more time. Hey. You need to goddamn don't worry about getting no jobs. Just go work out. Go play for the league. And I and I want to make a point that the the people that are telling you this stuff, they may ha- they might have had the same thought, but they were either too scared or just decided not to do it. So now they don't want you to do it because they was too scared to do it themselves. On so top don't, of that, they honest might not have even been as good as you were. Yeah, so don't don't listen to that. <laughs> Bruh. Go try just, it out anyway. Just try it, bruh. But when we left off of your store, so you back at Arwen, we trying to find something to do. Yeah. Uh, you work. You didn't work from February to April. Uh, something like that, May, something like that. April, yeah. So the XFL starts coming around. Is, is, I mean, are we at so, that point in the store yet? So, yeah, we, you know, who's at FedEx? FedEx, yeah, still FedEx, working yeah. Mississippi. Working FedEx. So now we at FedEx, and I get a call while I'm at work. From Pepper Johnson, man, shout out to Pepper Johnson, man. If y'all don't know who Pepper Johnson is, he got five Super Bowl rings, uh, two with the Giants, three with the Patriots. Uh, he called me, and he was like, hey, uh, I want you to play for me in L.A. in the XFL whenever we start a draft. I was like, great, draft me. <laughs> I'm there, easy. You know what I'm saying? So this is, this is just another chance to live the dream that I've been trying to live since I was four, you know, so uh, fast forward to the draft, Pep ended up drafting me, uh, you know, I get the schedule, I go out to, man, we had, we had mini camp in Vegas, I had never been to Vegas before, right, right. that's the great thing about sports, man, you end up traveling to places Bruh. you never thought you would go, man, look <laughs> so, here, you were in California, Auburn, right? No, I ain't go. That you was thirteen. That was before me. That was your freshman year. Nah, we went to the Temple. We went to the you Outback. You went to Temple. Go. Okay, okay. Because I went to Arizona for the championship. Yeah, shit. I'm that. like, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, bro. I don't mind traveling, experiencing things, but I have no plans to go to Arizona. Right. But goddamn, playing for the BCS, man, shit. I was in goddamn uh, Scottsdale in the biggest mall, the second biggest mall, or whatever Scottsdale has. It's like top two biggest malls. I'm out there looking at cacti. In the biggest mall in the desert, and the desert is beautiful. I tell you Man, that. That's I, f- I flew over it. You I, know what I'm saying? That's why I, I might have some things I regret about college football, but I never regret college football. Yeah. I don't. Never. I'd probably be a bitch if I didn't play college football. That's why I, that's why I wish I took more official visits to see my Bruh, you feel me? To see what's up. To see my spot. But, but anyway, uh, Man, we had we had minicamp in Vegas, so I get to go see the strip. Man, I'm looking for 
the spot where Tupac got shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just little stuff because coming from Mobile, like, we don't, don't nothing really happen down here. Like, right. we, you know, we ain't really got much in Alabama, period. So being in Vegas, I was just excited. I was just so blessed to be there. Right. Uh, man, I, I saw so much down there, man. And I freaking saw mountains and, oh my God. but it amazing. Right. So no, I, I I'm mini camp, uh, mini camp with the LA Wildcats. Yeah. Everything goes great. Uh-huh. Uh, I come back home for a little time for Christmas, then I go back to Houston, mm-hmm. and I, I think I've only been to Houston once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in Houston for training camp, that went great. Right. Found out I'd be the starting linebacker for the LA Wildcats. Um, then we get to LA and we start playing. Mm-hmm. Start playing. And I mean the season what for us technically didn't go that good at first. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care. I was back on the field. Mm-hmm. Man, I back almost broke right. my neck. Back on the field. Back on the field. That's man, like to be deprived and be feel like you, you didn't get to give it your all and to be back on the field. What, what is that? Like, what is that exact feeling to just be back on the field by itself? Like, period. Man, that first game, that first game, I shed a few tears. Right. Simply because just tears. just Ooh. looking back, looking back on what all I had, um, all I had been through just to be where I was at at that moment. You know, standing in the tunnel again, having a, a number to represent, having my last name on my jersey, having a, a gang of brothers to... You know, uh, to be accountable for them, to hold myself accountable again, just to be a part of that team setting was just amazing. That's just, you know, a, a lot of people not able to um, have that, right. you know, so just right. to be able to have that again was just amazing. Right. And I really, I went out there and I played, I played my ass off. You know, that's what I, that's what I do anyway, but. You know, I was a little timid tackling again, but right, I, I, I only feel you because I understand that pain of yeah. a stinger, bro. Like, oh my god, you had to tackle again. Yeah, I had to tackle again. Because I, I would like funny thing about being a football player is playing defense. You you're not scared of contact until contact makes you feel a certain way. Because like yeah. every, we live off hitting people. Right. You know, offense. You saying you trying to avoid. You might run people over. But you trying to avoid, right? You don't, as you don't defense, want contact. As defense, in my head, I'm trying to go fuck somebody through, up. Run through somebody. And I'm trying to put my head on their stomach and run through them. Right. So when, when we're running, when putting your head in somebody's stomach hurts you, it's like, uh, wait. Yeah. Uh, wait, should I <laughs> and, shoot for a leg? <laughs> and, what, and what y'all don't think is that up, uh, wait, that one second, that's that's life or death. Oh, that one God. second, life or death. I feel you. <laughs> oh, I feel so you. now I'm out here. First couple plays, I'm just like, let me just try to, you know, ease my way into it. But yeah. man, it all went well, man. Uh, just to make that season a long story short, yeah. uh, I, I'm glad I did it because I yeah. got it out my system. Right. You know, it. Yes, I'm 24, and I know a lot of people say, "Well, you can still play. You can still do this." Man, if you've been through everything I've been through, you should be. I'm tired. Right. The instability of the game is is not fun. Were you physically tired or mentally or both? Both. What was worse? Mentally. Oh. Worse mentally because, you know, 
it all started back over again. Yeah. Like, oh, I see you playing. How you doing? Like, come on, cuz. What was the how you doing when I had my neck slipped up? The league called you in? Or? Yeah, like, uh, hey, just keep working. You get to the NFL. What? Yeah. The, no, son. It, like, it's, it's like all people think that all we see, all we know, all we want is like NFL. Like, just, oh my God. It's, it's, just, it's just like there's so much on our shoulders yeah. that they don't know about because they just look from the outside. Right, and and to for another perspective um to some people nfl means not for long not not for long boy it, it don't mean national football league it means not for long not for long bro it's like <laughs> not for long like oh my god because when you don't make it or if you make it for a quick moment or you play for XF, uh, xfl it's like when you don't make it people are looking at you whether they know the story or not, it's like they're looking at us like, well, why you didn't just keep trying? Or, and then it's like they they trick us into feeling like we failed them or didn't yeah. do enough or to some point. Yeah, and it's like, bro, like, it ain't, it, I tried. Like, it, it's, that's not I how this works. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, man, like, even, like, like you said, like, I did, I did try. Like, I went, I went to Detroit. I worked my tail off. It right. just ain't work. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> and and like I brought up that, that instability of everything. Uh-huh. When you go to these teams, you don't make millions right away uh-huh. unless you was drafted in the first three rounds or that team just want to pay you guaranteed money. But if you're fourth and up, yeah. like you don't always have that guaranteed money. I was a free agent. And, and- the policy, even on the smaller scale to make people understand, you say you don't get paid millions off the bat. People saw me going to Harvard and was like, you're not making the league, you're not st-. I'm like, bro, stop. Everybody that I play with at cornerback was as good or better as I was Facts. at cornerback. Facts. It's, it's, it's not how this works. Facts. It, it don't work like that. It, it, it might be a different scale, but it's the same concept. Facts. It don't work like that, period. Like, that, that's the concept. <laughs> like, just because you see me with Auburn t-shirt on, you don't know when Trey was out playing on a Saturday the morning when I was red shirted. We was working out with, with y'all. Like, we was in red shirt workout. Yeah. Saturday mornings, you watching game day. I'm in, I'm pushing the sled 120 yards down the field. Like, it's, it's so much behind the scenes that, honestly, you don't know, you don't see, which I don't blame anyone for not knowing, but... That's that's the point of this whole platform and, and the podcast to tell. But dog, we go through stuff. We go through shit behind behind the scenes. Like and then we go through shit behind the scenes. Just to bring it up, like now I'm in the XFL, so uh it folds simply because of that's COVID. Right, that that's shit's it. canceled because and of one disease. Of COVID, one yes. disease. And and I can bring it up because it's over now, it's all public knowledge. We didn't get paid like the NFL. Right. So, I'm just going to put this in perspective. Mm-hmm. In college at Auburn, they do not teach us how, they don't teach us how to pay bills. That's another conversation. They don't teach us how to Ooh. write resumes. I need a job. They don't teach us, yeah, they don't teach us nothing no about post college if no you're an athlete. Nothing. It, simply if you're an athlete. No, so, nothing. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm out here in this world 
that I literally I don't know nothing about. Like I don't I don't know anything. Like my my and she's my fiance at the time. Malia's not my fiance at the time. I'm asking her questions that she known since she was 15. Because we had two totally different paths. Right. So now I'm learning a whole different lifestyle because Shout I was never Leo. taught that. Shout out to Leo one more time. One more time. You the ace, boy. You the goat, <laughs> boy. Leo, hey, I fuck with you, baby. Level number three, you go shop, buy some clothes. If I had a girlfriend, I'd buy some shit today, but I might buy some anyway. You feel me? Just get her somebody. But look, Leo, you the goat, man. But resources. It's tough, man. Options, choices, advice. We didn't really get that. The only advice we get is keep pushing for whatever sport for you the, do. For the pros. Yeah, that's that's the that's, that's the it. only advice. That that's I I somebody's probably gonna argue with me about this topic, but I will argue over resources and jobs and help for pro athletes after we finish ball more than getting paid any day. Right. I, I that's just that's just my personal opinion. Honest, I I'm gonna go deeper into it later, but like I I don't think. Anyone understands how we put how much I did the math one time. I think we put 65 hours a week, a week, a week. And, <laughs> and and just to let y'all know, like, there's only so many hours that we are mandated to do. So I want to say, give or take 20 to 30 hours that we're mandated to do. The other 40 is what we're doing on our own. Just to be great or just to make it to the league because somebody else said we could. I'm going to go deeper into this in another episode, but this is my this was my schedule as a college athlete. I would wake up at 5 o'clock, go work out. I would go to class from 8 to 1 o'clock, maybe 2 o'clock. I would go from meetings to 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock. I would practice to 5 o'clock to what? 7.30 to 8 o'clock? Seven, yeah. 8 o'clock. If you somebody like Trey, you might go watch film for an hour after practice. If not, you had a mentor or a tutor right afterwards, Man, right? Mentor eight was hell. Mentor or a tutor at right, getting you right for class to nine ten o'clock. If you like me and Trey, we in the frat. We got either some kind of hot practice, some kind of frat meeting, some oh, yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We got some kind of something after that, right? That's just what that's just a schedule we had, okay? And we had no resources after that. that that's that's my I swear to God, like. And, and now we finally lay down to see your text messages talking about oh. keep pushing and you wonder why we don't text back. Why you ain't making the lead, bro? <laughs> I just finished practice. I've been here since 2 o'clock. Bro, uh. just, I'm telling you, if you listen to this podcast, man, just just ask people how they doing. Bro. Don't worry about their life. Because that, I seen all that stuff firsthand, dog. And I won't ever do it to nobody. I always ask. Outside of what they doing, because people mentally, that that's crucial. All right, so I know we've been on here for about a, an hour and a half, so I'm, I'm gonna try to make this the, the last five or ten minutes because I, I don't prefer long podcasts. Even though this is this is a, a, a good episode, you probably can listen to the whole thing. But if first first, first thing I'm gonna ask is if you had any advice to eighteen year old Trey, eighteen year old. Any anybody who is in your position, what would you say? Stay focused mm-hmm. and try something new. You know, because you grew up playing football don't mean that's what your that's that's your purpose in life. You know, people say keep God first, but sometimes that's just a saying. It's right. a cliche. You gotta live that. Right. And sometimes God is telling you football. whatever you're doing ain't what you should be doing. Ooh. 
So, man. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, me being so hard-handed, I could have been a lawyer at the age of 24. I don't know. But at the same time, man, just keep being focused on what you're doing, but try something new. Try everything out. Don't be just locked in on one thing. Like, take George Bridge, for example. He does so much. And it's fun to him. Like, he's not, I mean, I don't know if he's overwhelmed or not, but it's fun like every time i see him he's smiling because he's doing what he wants to do and it's multiple things you can do the same thing at the age of 18. because i think i'm bojackson <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go into this in another, another podcast but i'm bojackson i'm bojackson Bo, that's I'm Bo the Jackson. that's the new slogan i swear to we god gotta, we gotta use I, it i don't tell nobody that but like this, this is my first time public saying this i think and, i'm bojackson Fact. Okay. So if you watch this podcast, when somebody try to doubt you, you say I'm Bo Jackson. I'm, I'm Bo Jackson. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. I ain't got shit else to say, but so that I, I think that's about it. It's, it's probably some more shit we could have talked about, but honestly, it'll, it'll be a part two another time. We, we gotta have a, a part two because this man is is a family man now. Um, you know, he has a woman he lives with. I, I, I want to know how football translated into. You know, having a family, how it, man, how the, how the how the woman helped him get through all of this. Yeah, that part, we, we that part two it. gonna be, yeah. We, we touched on it, but I, I I really do have an interest in how how a woman helped this because I don't think women get enough credit. Because I know a lot of people who had women ride ride through them through these situations. Um, I do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about more mental. I want to talk about more family. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's a it's so much. It's so that, much. That's my that's the whole point of baller's life. It's a lot. Baller's life. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's just a lot. Like my my room is covered in sports pictures, my jersey, my plaque, my number, my name. Because honestly, bro, like this shit is life. Like my people on my wall, my people made me trails on my wall. Like mm-hmm. Trey come and see me practice. That's that's why I went hard at practice, whether I was gonna get paid or not. Mm-hmm. My teammates on my wall. That's why. That's why I try to dig, try to do what I wanted to do. The people older than me that I watched play, those are people that I wanted to be like. Cause ball is life. Ball is life. Like it, it's a social media trend. It's a joke, but like dog, yeah. as a man, ball is all we had. Yes. And at some, at some point, you coaching now, right? Yes, sir. So that's another conversation. Ball is still all he does. Like, it's not even done yet. <laughs> Trey is not done with, with with his journey as a ball player because now, it, just tell me if I'm wrong, but at, at this point, it's what he can do to help a, a young kid either not make the, the decisions he made, make better decisions, or be better than he was. That's you know what I'm saying? Know. Like, when I coach baseball, I coach them boys because shit, y'all can do this shit. I did it. Like y'all, you have the physical abilities to do this. Run. I'm finna, I'm finna teach you. I'm finna teach you as a black, as a young black man. You know what I'm saying? The techniques and stuff that I wish I would have been taught or other people would have been taught. You know what I'm saying? And, and get you ahead of the game. And that's where Trey is at now. He, he's coaching in uh, Thompson High School. Mm-hmm. And what city is that in? Alabaster. In Alabaster, outside of Birmingham. Uh, what's y'all uh, mascot? Warriors. So, so the Thompson Warriors. Uh, my man is, is, is coaching the linebackers. 
Uh, I'm so also teaching too, black educators. You did. Black educators in the building, man. It's 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 it's, it's bigger than ball. Man, it's man. bigger than ball is life, but sometimes it's bigger, it man. Is. It's, it's bigger. It's, it's, it's a lot, bro. That's the thing. It's all I gotta say, man. It's it's a lot, but mm-hmm. ball is life. You you good, Trey? You got anything else to say? Nah, we're gonna have to say it for another episode. We, have, we gotta have a part two. I'm, got I'm, to. I'm, I'm gonna bring Trey back. Um. What, what was the what did we say that we're gonna change the episode name to? I think I'm about Jackson. And what was the other one? 50 something. 50%. 50%. 50%. Bitch, I'm Bo Jackson. <laughs> 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 look. Bitch, um, I, I, do you think you're Bo Jackson? Yes, I am Bo Jackson. Man, just sit back and think about that. Like, A man looked at me Jackson. in the eye and said, You think you, who think you're Bo Jackson? And I was like, Yeah. I was like, Well, I was at that time, I was like, Nah, I guess I ain't. And I went with it. Bro, just think how funny it is when somebody doubts you and you look at them and say, Bitch, I'm Bo Jackson. They ain't even gonna know what you're talking about, man. but in your mind, you can conquer anything in like, Man, I'm done, man. Look, <laughs> this is Spirit World Podcast. Shout out to my my podcast sponsor, the M3 Foundation, the Men Motivated Men, my boy Devontae Brown. He got tutoring, he got a. Uh, what it do, AC, D? ACT events, man. M3Foundation.com. I think that's the website. If not, just take my, my Instagram. I, I've been drinking. You know, Spreaks and Mixes in the buildings also. So this, that, that might not be the right website, but just uh, <laughs> check me out. Hit me up. Um, we got a lot on the way, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Trey, yep. appreciate it. It's all. We out of here, man. Signing out. Peace. The most incredible, baby. Can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry.